and welcome everyone to Films of the Moment of My Life. My name is Brendan, and joining tonight is Jess. Finally, here I am. And Mama K. And 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 her name is first. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's the single syllable versus the multi-syllable is is the the argument to be made. Is that how it goes? Well, Mama I, K. I, I, five letters, three syllables. That's true. You 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 punch above your syllable class for the number of letters. I totally do. Tonight we're thanks, doing. Thanks for the recognition. Don't look up. Don't look up was released in select theaters earlier. I thought it was going to be on Netflix, and it is now. But uh, we had to push it back because I complained about it on another show, so I won't do it again here. It's on Netflix now. It's in select <laughs> theaters as well. Uh, it is got a star-studded cast directed by Adam McKay, who does old. The older uh, 2000s comedies with Will Ferrell. And then he's also done uh, more serious, like, dramedy kind of stuff, like Big Short and Vice. Uh, so this is his third movie in that kind of realm. Uh, and it's getting mixed reviews from critics. Uh, decently high user Aww. scores. Um, and yeah, did you guys know anything going in? Don't look up. I feel like Netflix wanted me to watch it. I think it's been in my face for a bit. <laughs> That's probably about it. That's more than usual, so. You you might like this, right? Well, yeah, we made it, so of course you're going to like uh, it. Yeah, yeah you're going to love it. It's a Netflix movie. Uh, yeah, I knew quite a bit about this, actually, because they were doing some filming um, sort of in the greater Boston area, so there was a lot of um, sort of things online about it and who was there, and it was very exciting to have, you know, Leo in town and also Ariana Grande. Is that who it was? She's was in that? here. There's a lot of people in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that, and so there was a lot of all that going around, plus like cameos and stuff like that. So yeah, I knew, I knew all about it. I really didn't know in the beginning what it was about. And then as I'm hearing about people, you know, go being in the city, I'm like, oh, this is, uh, it's one of those movies. Gross. Nicole uh, did, was, did not want to watch this at all with me because she uh, does not like the subject matter, which we'll get into once we're in right. the spoiler thing, but she really dislikes the subject matter. I'm like, oh, that was pretty interesting. Well, this is what the movie's about, in case you didn't know. Kate Dibiaski, an astronomy grad student, and her professor, Dr. Randall Mindy, make an astounding discovery of a comet orbiting within the solar system. The problem? It's on a direct collision course with Earth. The other problem? No one really seems to care. So, that's the general plot. There's obviously a lot of themes going on in this movie with other stuff. Once you are watch five minutes of it, you can gather that. Uh, and uh, anything else before we get into it? It's two, uh, a little over two hours. I might have misadvertised or my other co-host here. <laughs> a little bit. It's a little long. A little long in the tooth. But uh, it's on Netflix and in select theaters. So, go check it out if you have any interest. We are going to spoil it now. So, Kate DiBiaschi is the... Is the Jennifer Lawrence's character and the uh, she works at what, Michigan State uh, University astronomy PhD candidate, and she's working on telescope, and she sees a previously unknown near Earth object, uh, and it's moving, and they're like, oh, making the calculations. She brings in Doctor Random Mini, that's Leonardo DiCaprio's character, and uh, with uh, all their sciencey calculations, they figure out this thing is seven to ten kilometers wide. Uh, it's large enough to cause a planet-wide extinction if it hits Earth, which it's supposed to, in the Pacific Ocean in six months and fourteen days, I believe, when they discover it. And so they make this discovery. They get <laughs> through a, uh, a bunch of phone tag. They're able to finally get to NASA's Planetary Defense Coordination Office, headed by Doctor 
Teddy Oglethorpe. And these three are the three that have to try to convince President Janie Orlean and her son, the Chief of Staff, Jason Orlean, uh, that this is a credible threat. <laughs> and um, they're, they're not the most competent leaders we've seen. Uh, maybe not the least competent, but they're definitely not the most competent. Um, and the whole movie is, or at least the whole first half of the movie is them trying to convince different news people and people in the government and people who can make a difference, basically, that uh, we are all going to die unless we do something. And uh, they all have their own reasons to blow it off, uh, downplay it, uh, ignore it, spin it for their own gain. And uh, it's a satire movie where uh, it just makes everyone look very bad and foolish and not capable of handling this if it were to happen. So as opposed to uh, the old 90s movies where we come together and defeat the asteroid, now we're all squabbling and <laughs> unable to do anything. So that's the general <laughs> outline of this movie. There's other stuff that obviously happens, subplots. But Mama K, what'd you think of Don't Look Up? Well, this kind of hits close to home, doesn't it? Um, I don't know what that means. Har, har. They were talking about something else, like a virus. Um, yeah. I, I'm glad that the movie was the way it was. I had no idea that it was a farcical kind of thing. And it, you know, it doesn't push the envelope into like Monty Python farce. But after everything we've seen over the last couple of years, I believe all these people exist or could exist. And unfortunately, in the power positions that they actually do. So, um once once I gathered that that's what was going on, I was really I was like, okay, this is this is not you know me. I'm also not a fan of like 2012 and the giant asteroid Bruce Willis movie, whatever Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah, that's yeah. Those are not. Uh, it's too much. This was not as much about you know what are, how how are we gonna do this? It's more about oh my god, how are we going to spin this in the way that we want to see happen we don't really know i'm not sure i really believe you and i'm not sure i don't really understand what is this going to pull like you know uh there was a lot of that and it was funny i mean it did have meryl streep in it so that's you know eh. no it's a down she was good in the part (laughs) it was it was a down it was a downer bummer for me but um but yeah this was funny and super ironic right now and on the nose actually uh i'm glad it was it was a hair too long a couple hairs there's a couple hairs too long but uh all right uh jess your overall impressions of don't look up um so i was very judgmental of this movie i already saw that it was like pretty low on rotten tomatoes like in the 50s or something Mm. and um yeah and it was going to be long and i was like i'm i don't think i'm gonna (laughs) like it and i started out the first 20 minutes or so were like really judgmental i was like oh it's this kind of comedy that like i don't think i really like and i was like oh the camera work is like all over the place it's kind of nauseating um but despite Mm. being very judgmental i really really learned to like it at the end so i actually thought this was really yeah i would i surprised myself because again the scores were low and and it didn't seem like something I would totally be into, uh, but I an- ended up really, really enjoying it. So I like this movie. Interesting. I did, okay. I don't think I was expect. I didn't know who was going to not like it. I was not expecting a three for three. I like this too. Um, it's it's pretty <laughs> funny. It's like it's not it's like funny. It's really funny. It's it's way funnier than I thought it was going to be. Like, cause like I th- say the 
the Adam McKay movies, the one, the old school ones are like Talladega Nights, Step Brothers. That's just straight comedy. Will Ferrell doing wacky things, uh, obvious. Then he's yeah. moved to yeah. bigger, like messagey satire things. Like Big Short is still, I think, is his best movie. That's the one about the Wall Street crisis and the financial markets crash in yeah. two thousand nine. Um, I think that's still the best. And then uh, Vice is like okay. Vice is kind of middling. That's the one about Dick Cheney. And then this oh, one, oh yeah, I saw Vice. Yeah, Vice was okay. This is better. I think this is better than Vice, and not not anywhere near as good as Big Short. Um, but it's I, I all the skewerings, the all kinds of good skewerings. Obviously, President President's a big uh, big one. News skewering uh, between anywhere from talk shows to paper news. Uh, you got tech billionaires. Love uh, that character when we get to character talking yeah. uh, talking about characters. Uh, and then all the little people, too. Like, Timothy Chalamet shows up almost at the end as, like, this punk kid. Uh, and then, you know, you got a couple of competent people, but mostly not. Um, and it's it's uh, Ariana Grande and DJ and uh, Scott Mascuti are, like, the two, like, pop stars who have a... The relationship and that's like more important so a lot of like stuff you've kind of right. seen before but i think it's just it's so much an explosiony and it's it's also just really like i like the quickness of all the shots and the cuts and they kind of cut things right as people are saying something it works really well here i think it, it all makes it like pretty light my only complaint is that it's 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 a little um tonal not quite choosing the lane it's it's not i've heard some people say this is like the most expensively produced SNL series of SNL skits. And I can kind of see that with some <laughs> of the characters and the type of humor and especially their, you know, own political stance on things. Uh, obviously the big overall thing is the, the comments of standing for climate change. That's a pretty obvious one. Um, that's like the big whole thing is like, Oh, we're all going to die. We're literally all the scientists in the world telling you you're going to die. But then people are like, yeah, but you know, not every not everyone's on board with that yet. You know, this there's still some people saying it's not quite that. Is this going to do well for our polling numbers? And we try to keep it light on this show. Everyone has their own reason to brush off the truth, and even when they when they find out that they can stop it. It, but it could also make us even richer, so maybe we... Right, <laughs> so, right. It's so funny. Like, th- that's like... That's actually, though, the most believable part, right? Like, you're like, okay, we can stop it. Yeah, the, the, but, mid- yeah, the midway okay. twist is great. Like, it's like an hour ten in, and they're doing a mission, yeah. and it looks like it's going on. I'm like, it's a halfway through. they yeah. got to fuck up. How are they going to fuck up? And it's not because Something's gonna it happen. fucked up. Like, they actually were successfully against the odds doing the mission, and then... <laughs> They were like, well, that asteroid's actually got a lot of valuable minerals on it. And uh, if we can get it really close to Earth and, like, take the pieces off it, they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, quality. Uh, so I'm going to go through the cast. We could talk about our favorite characters, especially we'll talk about the two leads, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, but besides them, Rob Morgan, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Mark Rylance, Tyler Perry, Timothy Chalamet, Ron Perlman, Ariana Grande, Scott Muscuti, Himish Patel, Melanie Linsky, Michael Chiklis, Homer Sizely, Paul Guilfoyle, Robert Joey, cameos like Chris Evans that I didn't pick up, Liev Schreiber's in here, Matthew Perry, Sarah <laughs> Silverman, lots of people. Um, everyone you can think of. So, uh, Eddie, stand up. First of all, what do we think of the two lead characters? I, I have opinions on them. <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. I wasn't fully on board with Jennifer Lawrence, and I don't know why. I could just be being mean for no reason but it was I, the bangs was it the bangs see i think i'm just being mean because maybe it was just the bangs so i think i was mean yeah. and just i didn't like her bangs therefore i didn't like her 
Um, it's a girl thing. I don't pick up on stuff like that. Yeah. I, I think that might be what it is. Although, like, the last couple Jennifer Lawrence movies, I've not been impressed. So I've all, She kind of already was kind of low par uh, to begin with. And I'm, I think it's just me being mean. Um, but Leonardo DiCaprio, I thought he did so well. The last movie I saw him was one I didn't like with him and Brad Pitt, right? Uh uh, what was that movie with him and Brad Pitt? He's done a couple. Well, well, I'm trying to think of what you're talking about. Actually, I don't. I can't. Maybe I'm getting him. I saw him in was the Revenant. Maybe I'm getting him mixed up that with somebody else. Huh. Leo, last, yeah, um, Revenant. I, all the stuff I saw him in were like the. Wait, was he not in the Hollywood one? Who am I thinking of? Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You're right. How did I forget? I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Him and Brad Pitt were both in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I yes. think that's the last movie I saw him in. Um, and I think his performance in this is way better than it was over there. Um, I yeah, totally like believed him. I didn't like the movie at all. Um, but I, I liked his part here. And I he he is good. Like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, he totally played that character of like that that rich white guy he totally plays this character of like these scientists like I, I could really see him like being a professor talking about science i think he did this so well so <laughs> i i give uh jennifer lawrence like half a thumbs up and i give leonardo DiCaprio a full thumbs up yeah i um i also enjoy leonardo dicaprio's character i think he did really stellar job at this because he's you know he's older and we have to not think of him as titanic boy anymore and sometimes it's like you forget that and you still I, think of it like I that because I, I never because i saw that as an adult like i wasn't i like I, I no of course i do that's like my first in, well my first introduction was like growing pains or whatever but yeah i i mean i kind of do and when i see him in things a lot of time i see him he he gets into his character but he still looks so much like himself that it's hard for me to sort of do a disconnect uh this was totally different i i think this is a really really good professional role for him and i think he did um, a stellar job at this this guy who i mean he has to be the straight man right but he's still kind of the character as a person is going to be a, a kind of a, a a goofy guy kind of off to the side you know who who is a professor of you know a Draw astronomy. Well, the two of them kind of switch but, off being straight man, zany person, and then when they're with their th- the third guy, uh, Rob Morgan's uh, Doctor Oglethorpe, then he's the he's almost the total straight man, except for a couple one liners when it's the three of them because he actually gets a good yeah, amount of time. I don't even remember. I don't even remember Doctor Oglethorpe really. I mean, he's in like every really. scene with them, uh, <laughs> like from after I know, the but beginning. He didn't, I was yeah, but I just felt like it was their film. I think for me. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence's bangs were really hard for me, but I think as that character, what they were trying to pull off for her to be, she needed something edgy, but it came across as edgy. I did these myself, huge mistake. Um, so that, that only bothered me for a little while after they were getting into it and she was so earnest and, um, and worked with, you know, was working with this guy through what seems like, I mean, everything that happened in this movie is like anytime you go to the DMV, right? It's just, it's a nightmare of cosmic proportions because 
you're dealing with the government and they had to deal with it on so many levels. And then dealing with the other people in the entertainment industry who are also everyone they had to deal with is not like your average person. So the average person in this movie, who was his wife, who's Leonardo's wife gets screwed. Yeah, and no, I don't understand perfect why casting for the maligned wife. Perfect casting yeah. for her. I love her. And she's always that kind of role. I don't feel at home in this world <laughs> know, anymore. It's but, like exactly her. Like that's it's, yeah. it's her personified. But, but I just, and I just feel like, oh, that was, that was kind of the only real big bummer for me in this movie is that that happened. Cause I was like, I, I don't, I don't, did it need this? Did he need to have this relationship, you know, or whatever it was, not a relationship, just whatever with um, the newscaster. Is that because we needed to see more of her? I had to didn't. see him get I mean, caught up in the machine and become like, and become complicit. And then, and then he can have his third act reversion to be like, what am I doing? I can't do this. I need to. I've betrayed my my morals, and I, I need to remember why. Yeah, but I'm it here. never was. It only just happened in the second. It was never like addressed. It didn't seem like he had any sort of uh, proclivity to possibly not do it. Like there was nothing. He didn't seem conflicted doing this at all. Which was, uh, I don't know if it was a miss or what, but I didn't. I didn't care for that. Um, but yeah, one of. I'm going to say this because I've never said this before. Timothy Chalamet was one of my favorite characters. In no. Yeah, never really I him. do not care for I him. I don't either. And, and I think every time we talk about him, every time he's in a movie, I'm like, what's a big deal about him? Why do people like him? I don't get it. I still don't get that he's a big deal, but I think he was like the perfect, the perfect foil to come in and just be sort of like, you know, he's got to be the, I don't know what he does, but like the surfer dude, the kind of chill, you know, this is, this is what we're going to do. This is cool. Or, you know, and I was like, I love, I love that. So that was, yeah. It's always this. It's he's always like a the punk kid, but he's, right? he also like refound God because he's like my parents right. are these asshole weaver jokes. But you know, like I found him my own way later on. So yeah, but like, how yeah. interesting is that? That all the different all the different ways they were playing off things that are you know um, real life like home wrecking situations, and that's you know, and for him to come out like that, I just I just liked it. I really. I really, it, I don't know that it added a whole lot. I mean, it does at the end when they're together, but um, yeah, I, I really. I, I, really I liked it because we needed another younger perspective in here. Like, we needed another like, like what's a what's a uh, like a Gen Z young millennial punk kind of kid feeling about this? Because everyone else, other than J- Jennifer Lawrence, is the youngest like regular person we're dealing with everyone else is rich or famous or older and like adults but we don't have like a younger perspective so we kind of need him at the end to kind of just see like all the the, how like they're all taking this information right um and i would have actually liked a little a few more regular people somehow i don't know how you fit them in is the problem i guess really our two main characters are the regular people i or but they're all but they're like the only ones who get it they're they're us they're like they're like the why is this so hard like why does no one believe us it's so obvious and but they're also not regular people you know they are they're they're scientists and those are not like people that you run into on the street they're you know they're still sort of on the fringe of society and i can't even call them regular because yeah, I guess there's enough people that I mean, there's enough making fun of enough people in this movie where they're it's like you know, eh, it's your it's 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 every they kind of take a shot. Basically, everyone but them. They're the only ones who are free of free of uh, 
the ridicule, I guess. But even yeah. though Jennifer Lawrence's character, and this is why I think I, well, we all have hard time. Maybe it's the bangs for you guys, but like she has to be <laughs> seen that by everyone as the villain. She has to be like looked at by the public eye as like this annoying bitchy lady who came on and freaked out and is telling me what to do, but not the ooh that hot doctor. He he seems kind of cool, and like that's like the, <laughs> that's how you would do it. Like that's a like like that's that's why Doctor Bindi gets to go on and be cool, and then once he gets a taste of everyone liking him, that's when he goes out with the uh, Kate Blanchett, and the, he he is starts to smooth talk in the rooms. And he and then they completely what are they off the grid her they off the grid Kate they like yeah. put a bag over yeah. they didn't need to put the bag over the head <laughs> I love speaking the of bag which over the other head every so, time other side characters that are standouts I I'll, I think my favorite of the other side characters I think it's Mark Rylance as Sir Peter yeah. Isherwell Isherwell yeah. the CEO of Bash oh my god he's amazing wait so he is is he the voice of the person on Family Guy. The old man. No. <laughs> no, the, Mark Rylance doesn't I, sound like this at all. This is he's doing no. a complete character that's not like his other well, characters. He just sounds like the old man on Family Guy. You he's, know what I'm no, talking he's, about? He, he does not play yeah, Herbert on Family Guy. He's not the the, 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 <laughs> the old molesty man from Family Guy. He he was in um, He sounded the same. He was in last year, he was in um Trial of the Chicago Seven. He was one of the lawyers. Yeah. Completely different like Mark Rylance doesn't sound or act like that at all. He's doing a character and he's playing it up super high. This and I think some people who don't like this movie would complain it's too SNL y feeling because he's so over the top. Disagree. Think he's amazing. I think he's perfect. I think he's the best of he the was side funny. characters. He was absolutely hilarious. when he's doing his mid, the midpoint talking about all the amazing space exploration things, and then they cut, kept cutting to the to Kate and Mindy and Doctor Oglethorpe sitting in like a Chili's and being like, "It's just a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> it's just like before, but it's not." And then it would come back to him like intergalactic, interstellar travel. We're going to the and then it just cuts back to them in a Chili's. It's a, a lot of good editing here too. I love all that. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any other characters that you love, like standout characters? I know. We've talked about a couple, but there's, I mean, we're missing, there's so many good little nuggets in here. I liked Tyler Perry. I thought he yeah. was, he was fun. I'm glad that they chose to cast him for that role because I thought he made the talk show really funny. Tyler, I think Tyler Perry is the richest person in this movie. I think he's the only billionaire in this movie, which is kind of funny because they're making fun of the rich really? people at the end. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, I who would be worth more? I can't think of anybody. Leo? No? Leo's Leo not a, bi- Leo's idea. not a billionaire. Oh, I haven't. I don't have any idea what these people are worth. So Tyler is a billionaire. Meryl Streep, no, no, because they, they, they don't make stuff. Tyler Perry has like an empire. Leo's, let's see. I'm, yeah, I'm I mean, like, who else would be a billionaire that is? That's why, but that's my point is that Tyler Perry's just hanging out as the newscaster guy, and part of the whole thing is making fun of billionaires, and he's the billionaire sitting on the set. Uh, Leo's worth 260, yeah. 260 mil. Well, I think there was, you know, when this was being made, there's a lot of talk about the fact that people were playing parts that are totally making fun of, like, themselves, you know, in real life. So, and Tyler Perry is a really good example of that. So, um, we're not, we're not, we didn't talk about Jonah Hill. I mean, we didn't talk about Jonah Hill literally was Jonah Hill. He like, he played no character but himself. Like he just plucked Jonah Hill, put him in the movie and he was just like how he usually is in everything else. I like, I do like how he and uh, Jennifer Lawrence's character were always at, you know, at odds and that he was sort of the other person of the same age and was just like, 
Yeah, but you're from where? You're from Michigan. Oh, Michigan State, even? Okay. You know, I thought that was. That was yeah, that was I, close to another younger person perspective uh, of the two, of like the two. Yeah, types but a younger, younger privileged people. person. Well, yeah, there's yeah, the pri- that, that, that's how people see it. The privilege, there's the privileged guy, then there's her who's. You know, in in all fighting the good fight, but being annoying, and and that's why people don't like her. And then our third yeah. younger character is like the fuck it guy. Like that. That's the, yeah. you've covered. You've covered your bases with those three. There's no other types of people. Those are the three types. <laughs> <laughs> you're either a rich douche, or you're annoying, or you said fuck it. Those are, that's all you can be. <laughs> what about um, Madam President? Yeah. yeah, I liked her in this too. I thought it was fun. <laughs> She's. It was so. It. Uh, it just. I was like, as we're watching it, I'm like, this is exactly how people are. And that's why we're in such a big shithole. Right she's now she's very good at being exactly what this character should be. I think she's. Yeah, she's. She, yeah. She hits it pretty spot on. And it's and it's helped by everything. Everything is. I think this is pretty well made to look like kind of silly at times, but like on purpose, like when she's on. But like, but also like believable, like when she's on the battleship. And they're shooting fireworks off when she's <laughs> announcing that that yeah. fucking Ron Perlman, who's like or like uh, who's like a sexist old man, and also there's a lot of good running gags, like all the gags where he's like, uh, "Why didn't you, why did the two Indians ever team up?" The because the, you know I thought I think that would be a interesting crossover, and and, and people are just like, uh, you know, he's just from another time. It's uh, yeah. just like play, play it off. It's, it's just silly old man. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't there's another good continuing bit oh oh the general charging them for snacks is hilarious yes that, <laughs> that, so that was and a funny it. joke oh i think it was I don't so know. funny i think that joke was that funny oh it wasn't it, it was wasn't brought funny. up way too many times that's why oh, I so thought that's, that's why it was funny because it kept coming. Yeah, because yeah. they kept like every time he walked by, he's like, uh, "There's it! Don't let him charge for snacks." <laughs> right. And, and right. then it became a, a whole other thing later. Uh, uh, Mindy and and uh, or not Mindy, uh, Kate and uh, Oglethorpe were talking in a room. He's like, "I still don't get why he would charge." Like after everything, all the shit's gone down. I still don't get after why he everything. For yeah. And then he says an allegory about how well, who do you meet Sting? He bet he bet yeah. Sting. Sting looked me around the eyes later. and just farted and. He just wouldn't break eye contact, and I still kind of thought he was pretty cool. Like, like it's the same, just like, you can just get away with whatever you want at a certain point. And I, uh, which is a lot, a lot and of... And by making the, the reference to, like, why? Why why is this a story? Why are you making this a story? But then I'm realizing that there's, like, I've seen a couple different things lately where they either make references to Sting or Sting shows up. Like, out of nowhere, it's kind of like... Why Sting? Why 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 is it him? But is it because everybody knows him? You know, I I, don't, I just thought it was a, yeah an easily recognizable. You could have said Bono, could have said I don't know. I guess <laughs> just the, Bono yeah, actually might have been more funny. I well, I was just thinking that I was like, was it Bono? Because in my head, that is a bet. That's like more how I think of Bono. <laughs> so, like, I, I think Bono would do that. Farting uh, in an elevator. Yeah, but just to just to flex on you. Like I think Bono flexes. On you. <laughs> just to flex the fart flex so, from Bono. Yeah. So the, all right. So there's a character. The first half of this movie is uh, the build up to they get the new. They have a actual durable plan that's working with the nuclear weapons. 
And instead of blowing up the thing, we've kind of danced around it. Uh, good old Mark Rylance comes in and is able to convince them to abort the mission because that uh, asteroid has $140 trillion worth of precious metals for all the different tech that he could build. And he goes on his diatribe about how he has these little drones he can send up there and that you know, it's, none of it's been tested, but it, it, we have smart people working on it. So clearly it's going to be... Right. It's going to be fine, and uh, this is when we have the turnaround from Mindy, and he's like, oh, we can, like, he has a, the freak out at the, um, at the, what's the news show called? The morning talk show. The, the like, it's like Wake Up Smiley, oh. da- Daily Rip, Daily uh, yeah. Rip, uh, and he has Daily, the freak out on there, and then that's kind of kicks off into the third plot, or the third the la- the last third of the movie where now everyone can see the the don't the don't look campaign comes here the don't look yes. up and the just look up campaign just look up which is like any <laughs> other political thing once someone makes a thing and it has a good point and then the others the other people got to make the opposite cuz they want to win the thing obvious so <laughs> and and so i also like on the big sign for that it has don't up look like it has don't and then up is in the middle and then look is yeah. the last thing but it's kind of lower i think that's on purpose i think i like that um but <laughs> they see they, if you look up you can see the comet is getting closer and right. uh it's but don't know, do that yeah so don't don't do that exactly and um it's close enough now where it's gonna hit the earth and so the what's it called the what are they called the bash scientists with the government send up the drones and they're trying to stop it and we get an intercut with all of our other main ground level characters are going to go have a nice reunion dinner with melanie linsky and the kids from the family and they're just going to have a nice time while everyone else is just freaking out about this thing um also there is a uh, passenger ship to keep people cryogenically frozen so that the rich people can go somewhere okay. another thing that everyone theorizes about yeah that that part should have not been there so you didn't like that part i like that i i like that bit uh, i didn't i didn't like that the ending after the credits i thought that should have just been skipped and then it, it should have just ended with them at the dinner table and the like the plant the thing crashing Okay, so yeah, I did see that when before we started. I was like, I don't know if I stayed for that, but yeah, I stayed for that. So yeah, that happened. So I I I don't like the post credit scene, but I do like that the rich people escaped. I like you know we're at the end of the movie, everyone dies, everyone <laughs> yeah, yeah, blows yeah. up, but that's I like I that they got the rich people did get on the ship and fly out, and then that's just kind of how it ends. Like it's kind of nice. I, I like it. Yeah, when the things I thought like it should have ended there, not with the new planet thing. They had, but they had that to get the stupid. last joke in about uh, how the, uh, Mark Rylance can track everyone so accurately. He knows everyone's going to die, and she's going to die oh, from right. something called a Brontorek. And she's like, we're, like, we don't even know what that is. <laughs> what is and that? Yeah. 22,000 years later, they land on the planet, and then she gets eaten by a thing. And then they's like, oh, that must be the Bron- Brontorek. Uh, and for some reason, they're all fully naked, which I don't understand. So... I'm, re- I'm reading yeah. here there was another post credit scene where Jason survived the comet is posting on social media after emerging from rubble. Oh, yeah. Yes. I didn't see that. He, yeah, he comes out at the end and he's like, I'm the last man on earth. And he's like, I got to get us to all my socials, you know, all my socials and, you know, hit me up. You know, I'm like, if you're the last man on earth, who's going to be out there hitting you up? So it's yeah. interesting. All the bad guys are the ones that. left alive at the end. That's quite possible. That's that's not a good ending. But it is kind of a, like it's played as a good like everyone else is p- at peace and they're like scrambling around like insane like insane people. They may have destroyed everything, 
don't know. Yeah. I, there's there, I, there's something kind of, I don't know. There's I I didn't think they would do it. I didn't I thought it's a movie. It's crowd pleasing, big budget thing. There's no way that it's gonna work. They're gonna have some workaround kind of thing, and they just blow up the planet. Planet ends. That's the best way to end it, though, right? It is the best way to end it. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, I just didn't I, think they yeah. would. Well, I'm glad the only, they did that too. The only people that could survive would be the bad people because you can't have. Otherwise, it's a different movie. Like if you had our two main characters, you know, who are the you know protagonists survive, then it's just any other movie. Now it's like, no, we've entered into the other zone of you know of this. So, yeah, I think I think I think it. As much as you know, I don't like those kind of people. I think it served the movie. It serves the movie. Yeah. Um, any other any other big parts you guys wanted to mention that we? I mean, there's there's a couple of like we didn't talk at all about the 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 two music people and this filler that's just to show. I mean, Ariana's Grande's song was actually pretty good. I just look. Up <laughs> I thought song. it was so. Yes. Yeah, I, I was like, I'm like not like too. her biggest fan, but I'm like, I this is a good song. That's interesting. <laughs> That's something I would have skipped. I was like, eh, I'm kind of done. Uh, I was like, it's kind of, it's been so good at this point for me cutting when I'm bored, and it did. I was like, eh, it went a few beats too long there. Usually, it cuts the scene when I'm bored, and then that one, I don't know. I wasn't super into the song. I'm trying to think of other. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking at on Spotify. You know? Hamish Patel was in this from yesterday. Everyone's favorite from yeah. yesterday. He was the, the um, new. The was news, he the boyfriend? Yeah, he was the b- boyfriend who worked at the. Yeah. Uh, what did he work at? One of the newspapers. Um, yeah, he worked at the paper, and then he totally sold her out. And yeah, oh made my a God, book that or article whatever. Headline was so yeah. funny. <laughs> there's a there's a lot of good little little jokes in here. Um, there's a lot of good little stuff. Keep and then honestly, made- one of my favorite jokes is towards the beginning where Jennifer Lawrence um, just shouts, and you're going to die, and you're going to die, and you're yeah. going to die, yeah. like, like Oprah, Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> and you get a car, and you get a car. Totally like Oprah. <laughs> that I was so that. funny. I like. I don't know why, but that's probably in my top five favorite jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they, they packed a lot of like meme level stuff in here. Um, we talk talking all really about Kate Blanchett's character, and she's usually a standout in here. She's not really. No. She's okay. I don't think she's bad, but in comparison to some of the zaniness from our all the other people here, yeah. it's surprising. She kind of fades it back because usually I think she's a standout, and here she's. I mean, there's still a couple scenes I like. I like when she's tell. Uh, they have their affair, and he and Mindy right. is like wants to get to know her, and he's like, I "Keep asking about yourself, but you just keep telling me all your favorite restaurants." <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. I thought that's, that's really yeah. good. But that's not her being funny. That's him being funny, and I don't think. And I think it is, character... but then he, but then she tells her about herself, and it's as it's the most pretentious thing ever, and it's kind of nice. Right. It's, the, it's the I wanted to get. I came from ridiculous money, but I wanted to get away from it, so I got three master's degrees. <laughs> like, right. she has two Monets. Yeah, but I think it could have been pretty much anybody yeah that. that's any, the thing anybody of her ilk she had, any character. anyone any that age yeah. that level actress could have, could have been that yeah. Oh, uh, yeah but are you gonna are you gonna watch the movie made about it because they they made a movie about the whole making, catastrophe they made a movie about making this movie <laughs> within the movie there was a scene where they were talking about the movie oh, they were making about the, the catastrophe the yeah fake movie so yeah yeah, the movie, I don't know if you would see that movie. That was starring. No, that's that's, stars. That, that's more of a Padre. That movie. was Chris. That was yeah. Another part I liked, I think, just the style in general is how they kind of shot random people throughout the world and their reaction. Plus, yeah. like all those TikTok videos of like the 
diversity of like everyone in the world and how they react to it. I that was I thought that was uh, I I that's like that super Armageddon, right? I say I like I mean, that because that... it's cliche of other disaster yeah. movies. And they play it yeah. like it's like, oh, look, the, the small little tribe, people sitting in the hut, and the girl is sitting under her blanket at university, and then the family sitting around the table. And, <laughs> like, it's just like, it's all the different people. But, like, I I, I liked it because it's like, yeah, this is like every Michael Bay, Roland Emmerich movie where we go and see right. all people around the world. Like, oh, everyone's watching the big event of the one thing. Um, lots of lots of good stuff in here. I like this a lot more than I thought it would. It is a little, little long, a couple of weaker points, but... Uh, Unless you guys have anything else, would you recommend this movie, Jess? Yeah, I would recommend it. Again, I was pleasantly surprised, which rarely happens. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you went in folded arms. Really you were like, low score, long, I don't want to watch this. Right. Yeah, but- <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's how I came into it. And it was so good that it, it changed my mindset entirely. So um, I would recommend it. And I think this is the kind of movie that would be fun to watch with a lot of people if this was in the theater and everyone yeah. was laughing that would have been um hysterical setting to watch it in. I, I think so too yeah, yeah. So, well, okay you're gonna recommend don't look up too yeah i'm gonna recommend it too even though it's like you know disaster movie central people aren't gonna believe me that the uh that they should watch this movie because i'm recommending it but um very political yeah, too like you usually don't like politics and stuff top floated politics yeah. it's loaded with politics but it also helps you you know you know, I'm not a big fan, so it helps me kind of like hate on that a little bit because they're so ridiculous. So it serves my purpose <laughs> pretty well, I think. And I think if I serve somebody, you know, other people's purpose, like, okay, only the terrible people survive. Well, that's pretty much what life is. So, okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to recommend this movie. Yeah, I, do- I recommend this too. Uh, it's like a nice three and a half, three- it's like a three and a half star movie that punches above that at times. Like, it's it, it's it's a little too sloppy to be more than that, but it, it's very funny all the way through. Um, and I'm a bit I'm a big on the climate change side of things, so I, I uh, pay attention, people. We're gonna die, so stop stop thinking you're not a problem. You're part of the problem. Is this your this is you know. this is your thing that you get on climate change? I didn't know this. You didn't know that when I when I was in when I was ten, I collected bottles out of trash cans for Hurricane Katrina relief fund. I'm very, I'm, I, of all of my bleeding heart thing, I'm I'm not a very bleeding heart guy. I don't care a lot about things, but I am a climate change guy. I think it's bad because I don't want to die in fifty years from horrible things and have. Expensive air conditioning. All of this inconvenient truth. Yeah, I, I exactly. I was just gonna say all all of this because of Al Gore's inconvenient truth in fifth grade or whatever. <laughs> That's the heck not that all was. why. I, we I all a, had to watch that in like fifth grade. I've evolved right, exactly. my opinion. You've almost you almost knocked me. You know, you almost single handed me knocked me off course with that with your with your. I almost ruined it for you, but in a very simple. No, I did not. That's that's not. Be honest about what I actually said. You you said that there are two what two sides to everything, which is the point of I this said, movie is that there's not two sides. There's one side that's right, and if you're not, but they're making this huge, uh, big budget movie about the fact that you know you can look up and you can look down. So yeah, the, they make fun of that person. Hey, as there the, was that one the guy problem. that said that. He was neutral. I forgot yeah. what he said, but there was that one person. I was like, yeah, they oh, were I like, think we should look at both sides. It was That's the Chris per- Evans. Chris Evans. It was the that. movie actor. He was like, it appeals to yeah. everybody. You can, I think we just got to come in the middle. And someone's like, "That's so refreshing." I'm like, "Yeah, of course," because it's easy. It's easy to be. It's, it's four <laughs> season. It's it's hard to pick a side. Um, 
Yeah, so climate change, I you know, do it. It's bad. I, mean, I don't want to pay a air conditioning bills for it's 160 degrees out. All right, uh, so three recommends <laughs> for Don't Look Up. And uh, we got, I think, one more review before the top five show. Plus some other superlatives. We always, we always do a couple little extra things Yay. in there. But the top five show. And it sounds like based on our draft show, it's pretty pretty good year, especially after last year. Like, this is a... There's some choices. There's some options. So yeah. uh, that'll be exciting. So one more show uh, and then the draft show. And then we'll be taking a little bit of time off, a couple weeks. And we'll be back with your listener suggestions. And you can send those in at uh, our Facebook, Films with Women in My Life. Uh, on our Instagram, I am Brennan underscore Potos. That's also where the draft tournament is. That'll be starting, I think, while you're hearing this. I think while you're hearing this is day one. So go and check that out oh, on my Instagram. Nice. Brennan underscore Potos. Cast your votes. Make your voice heard. And you can also reach out to me over or the, the show over email. Uh, Filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Thank you guys for being on for Don't Look Up. Yeah, thank you. Just mm-hmm. look up. Fucking look up, people. Come on now. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at FilmswomenPod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.